A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So no matter what a conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hello and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and on this week's episode, I am trying a little something different because as we told you last week, I am moving to a new townhouse in the next week coming up and frankly, I just didn't have any more time in my day and week to get an episode prepared. So I thought, let's get creative. What can I do to fill this time? Because As Lauren Michaels says, you don't go on because you're ready. You go on because you're Saturday. It's Thursday. You need an episode. What can I do for you? And I thought I had the cheekiest little idea to go back to the very beginning in my podcast files, pull the very first episode of the very first show that I ever did, which was called Kyle's Friends Are Funny, and share that with you this week. And as I was listening and getting it ready to post, I was listening and I was fully crawling out of my skin, cringing because just like anything we do when we're brand new, it doesn't sound like it does when we've had hours and hours and hours and hours and years of practice doing it. And this podcast that I'm about to share with you, I almost abandoned it completely because I was just, I was cringing. The whole time I was listening to it, I was cringing because I'm like, what are you doing? You act like you've never talked to humans before. And I'll be honest, uh, there was a lot I edited out because there were some things that didn't even make any sense. But this is what we're left with this week. This is the very first episode that I have ever recorded. It was with my sister in my apartment in New York City for her very first trip. So don't don't judge me too harshly. I hope you like it. And if you don't, it won't hurt my feelings if you turn it off. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another episode of Kyle's Friends Are Funny. Today, I'm sitting with my best friend in the world, my big sister, Megan Henderson Trammell. How's it going? Great. We just put on a pot of coffee, and now we're sitting down at the table just to have a little chat and talk about life and things and she just came in from Alabama two days ago so how's your trip been so far oh it's been great it's been busy but very much fun what's your favorite part uh well hanging with you of course hello it's me I did enjoy the 9-11 museum and memorial today yes the serious very, stuff yeah that was very before the torrential downpour yes that was New York City um yeah so She's going to be here a few more days, so we're going to be recording this episode across um, over the span of two or three days just to kind of catch the highlights because something that you all may not know about my sister is that, yes, we grew up in a rural town in Alabama, but she actually, the opposite of me, she moved to an even more rural town in Alabama, and now she lives on a farm, and she has pigs and cows, and am I forgetting anything uh, no, that's about it. We did have a mule, but he's gone now. Oh, what happened to the mule? He chased the cows. So, you know, can't have chasing cows. Because the cows are the star of the show. That's right. They're, they're the star. Yeah. They, can't, they, they own the farm. They, yeah. they rule the roost. So, what did you do to the donkey? Mule? Hey, mule, we gave donkey? him to somebody that wanted a mule. Oh, well, that's... 
That's sweet. Yeah. Are they treating him well? I sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Who I knows? haven't checked up on him. Well, I guess once you leave the family farm, you don't get talked to. You don't come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so far, we've we've just been hanging out, and I had to work. But it's been fun, so let's get into let's get into the meat of it all. Okay, so other than the mule and the cows and mm-hmm. the pigs, is there anything else on your farm? Is there anything fun happening? Uh, no, just equipment. The kids like to run the equipment. What kind of equipment? Backhoe, and uh, we have a Polaris Ranger, which is like an ATV. And how 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 old are the kids? Again, remind Almost eight and five and a half. So, a five and a half year old is running a backhoe mm-hmm. on your farm in Alabama. Yes, yes. I would venture to say that five year olds in New York don't know what a backhoe is. I would venture to say that this 28 year old who is from Alabama probably couldn't tell you too much about a backhoe. Well, your nephew could. He well, could yeah, show you how to run it. He could show me everything about it. So, yeah. So, give me an example of something funny that happens on a farm. What 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 happens on a farm that would never happen to me in New York? Um well your I think your brother in law was um trying to round up some pigs one time to take to the sale and he um fell in their pen and you know what happens in pig pens, so they eat yeah. slop. Yeah. Is that right? And is that what they do in pig pen? They do. And I've uh, been in a pig pen. I their was pig, in the pig pen, pen is pen also pen. their restroom. So. So he fell in a pile of poop. Pretty much, yeah. Did he hurt himself? No, no. I, I actually. Well, fell I guess in. there's really nothing worse than just laying face down in a pile of poop yeah. in a pig pen. I actually fell in the pig pen one time, and I have a scar left because it was on concrete. So. Yeah. Concrete. Yeah. Fancy yeah. for the pigs. You don't even have a concrete driveway. I know. <laughs> well. There you go. Life life in in a small town. Yeah. Corn fed. Is that what they say? Corn, corn fed? fed. They're corn fed. The pigs are corn fed. I like corn. It's my favorite. Yeah. That and fried okra and and everything. So I I was thinking, I was like, did you hear that? I'm thinking, thinking. <laughs> the southern accent coming when out. You come, when you come around, it comes out even worse. New Yorkers think that it's here. It's, it's thick. And then I introduce them to you and... It's, they're like, oh, well, it's yeah. not so much. But I was thinking, what what is it that needs to be said about you and me? So I was thinking, okay, so she's been my best friend for 28 years and some odd days, because that's my age. Mm-hmm. You're older than me. Yeah. We, won't, we, won't, we won't go into numbers. Yeah. Um, so tell me what your favorite memory growing up with me is. Or not even favorite, because that's that might not be that might be very boring. So tell me your font, your like the the most vivid memory of uh-huh. growing up with me. Even if it's a little embarrassing to you. Sure, I mean <laughs> I'm laying it all out here. Just it, this is me. This is my life. My friends are funny. <laughs> I always really enjoyed playing Barbies with you. Oh, I was expecting something actually embarrassing. Oh. Okay. Maybe about 12, 13 years ago, I'd have been like, oh, God, don't tell anybody about <laughs> that. I own it. Yeah. I liked Barbies. We had fun playing Barbies. I thought we did. I had a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so I'll take a turn. My One of my one of the things I remember, do you remember this? Um, it was 
early summer, I guess, we were out in the yard. We had one of those little kiddie pools. Um, and you, you actually said, let's have a contest to see who could throw each other into the, to the kiddie pool. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Well, I remember you tried to throw me in and then I succeeded. <laughs> I, I do remember in. being thrown into the kiddie pool. Yeah. I think you were eight, maybe. nine, ten, yeah. maybe. I was four, five, six. Yeah. You you dared me. <laughs> And I did, so. Yeah. I so, yeah. remember that. There was a pig story. I remember oh, you always told me. Yes. I don't remember the pig story, but I remember you telling me a, a, a pig story. You were very small, very, still in diapers, yes. When the pig story happened. What's the pig story? You're going to have to remind me, refresh <laughs> my memory. What's the pig story? You were probably two, and that would make me six, and we were sitting on the front porch and just sitting there mom was in the house and um looking up toward the woods all of a sudden this very large herd of pigs come running out of the woods like when we're talking large herd of pigs like 10 pigs 170 pigs <laughs> i would say probably about 10 to 15 pigs it was large you know us being small children there yeah and uh I, my first instinct was to protect my little brother. And I said, run for your lives. And I uh, went in the house. Uh, we, we ran. <laughs> so we ran from, were they were they mean pigs? or That I don't remember. So oh, it for scared all, me. So in your memory, the pigs come rushing out of the mm-hmm. woods. They're coming right for us and they're going to kill us. Yes, I was, and I was very afraid. And me being in diapers, I couldn't, have been, I couldn't have been two years old. Mm-hmm. And so that makes you about five years old. You think their first instinct is to come and eat us. That's what, yes. In reality, they could have just been wandering around the yard to eat the grass or the mm-hmm. bugs or whatever. Okay, well, there you go. That's probably what they were going to do, but me being as young as I was <laughs> and never seen pigs out in the wild before, I mean. Something else I remember. Now, I vaguely remember this. I vaguely remember it um, because I was young. But we grew up in a family. There's only two of us here for the listeners to know this there's only two of us between the two of us there's brother and sister but we grew up in a large family of cousins Mm -hmm. do you know which story i'm about to tell no i don't Um, there's so many well there was there was three girls and three boys well no three girls and four boys um and then mark (laughs) our uncle Mm -hmm. uh was the same age as all of us. So there was a ton of us around there. Well, do you remember the apple tree in our <laughs> grandfather's front yard? Yes. Do you remember rotten apples falling off the tree? And the boys commencing to throw rotten apples at you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> they talked uh, me into... They made me think it was my idea to throw rotten apples at me. And yes, they pelted me with rotten apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, did I do it? I don't remember. No, you were still young then. Too young. To, see, I'm a sweet one. Yeah. I was the, I'm was the baby of, I guess, eight, if you want to add it all together. Eight mm-hmm. kids, I'm the baby of them all. Because we, we would always go down to Pop's house. That's what I call him, Pop. Everybody else called him Paw Paw. But we would go down to Pop's house and just play in the yard. Mm-hmm. Probably barefoot. Probably wearing half the clothes we probably should have been wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and, you know, we play on the porch, in the backyard, in the shed. We play with his legs. 
So. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I guess I should explain. Yeah. Our grandfather was a one-legged man for all of my life. I can't, I don't remember. All of mine too, yes. There was, uh, <laughs> I remember in the shed, he, I guess, I don't know, I don't, this is me, I'm gonna speculate because he's, he's no longer with us and no one can confirm this right now in this very moment. So I'm gonna speculate that Medicare, health insurance, whomever paid for his leg, mm -hmm. gave him a new one every year because there was always about, in my little child memory, there was always at least seven or eight legs hanging on the wall in the shed. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess those things tend to wear out because he was still young when he lost his leg. Oh, so. and he was, a, he was a trooper. He he would get out and mow the, mow the grass. He was a co baseball coach. He played mm -hmm. the music. He played music at the community center, but... But yeah, so, um, and he lived, you know, lived in this little bitty teeny weeny house. I think it was mm -hmm. like one of those cookie cutter houses that you buy from a catalog, have yeah. it shipped in, move <laughs> in, whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it worked. Because we are like, when, when me and you came along, I'm just going to assume we're about maybe six years into indoor plumbing. <laughs> Because it's Alabama and it's the 80s, so... Um, maybe so. <laughs> Everybody we knew... we had our, our other grandmother on the other side, she said she remembers riding in horse and buggies. She was born in the 20s. She remembers riding the horse and buggies, mm -hmm. having the bedpans. So, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. I mean, why not? No, one's, no one can tell me the, otherwise that yeah. there was indoor plumbing before 1979 in Alabama. Right. Right. Not in this moment, but... Yeah, so... Any other vivid memories you want to regale our listeners with tonight, today? Just the drama. A lot of drama. What's the drama? You know, it's, you've always been a flair for the dramatic and acting and all that stuff. So You're, you're going to bring up Christmas 94, aren't uh, you? <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> I really, 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 really hope that... That video does not surface one day. Oh, I think Chad has seen that video. Bart me in the butt. <laughs> Chad being your husband. Right. For, yeah. Again, for the listeners. Oh, I remember the, the memory I was going to say. Um, do you, I remember, because see, we, we went on adventures. We had, a, it wasn't a huge house, but we had adventures in every corner of the house. Growing up, we had, the, we had a basement, so we, I don't know if mom and dad ever knew what went on in the basement. We would yeah. play house, we would play Barbies, we'd play school, uh, any other games. Doctor's office. Doctor's office. I remember also, we, we loved to color in the coloring books. Do you remember the debacle over the blue crayon? I don't remember that. I remember this vividly because it was traumatizing. I remember we were sitting side by side with our our trays, our TV trays um, that you have for, you know, whatever. And we both had a coloring book, and we were both coloring a, a picture of a house. And you needed the blue crayon that I was using. And so you said, give me the blue crayon. And I said, no, I'm still using it. And so you stood up and said, give me the blue crayon. And I said, no, I'm still using it. You, rare back, slapped me as hard as you can across my face and knocked me right out of my chair to get that blue crayon. <laughs> the table flipped over with me. The crayons went everywhere. And you picked up the blue crayon and sat back down at your table and started coloring your house. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you sure I was that dramatic? <laughs> you remember the dramatics. You you remember the... I don't know. I'm, I'm younger yeah. than you, so... 
I, that's how I remember it. <sighs> You're going to have to negate it. You're going to have to, you know, rebuttal. <laughs> if you have no rebuttal, then truth is set in I stone. I guess it happened, yeah. Okay. Something else I remember very vividly about our growing up was holidays. Mm-hmm. Holidays around the house. Um, and I believe it was Amy Cates. I, I, I asked people on Facebook. I said, who wants to... Who wants to who want, what what should I ask my listeners? What should I, or what should I ask my sister? Because, you know, I want to prepare. I want to know what the people want me to know. And Amy Cates wants to know about family holidays. She wants to know about family holidays. So what what, what kind of memories do you have for family holidays? Mm, I remember, the oh, the excitement. We couldn't sleep the night before. and Getting up so early and going to Mom and Dad's room. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them up. And they tell us to go back to bed. Yep. And it, it was before da- it was before daylight, so it had to have been two or three in the morning. Oh yeah, I'm sure they just probably just went to bed. So knowing the nature and of 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 uh, Christmas Eve, they probably just went to bed thirty minutes before. Mm-hmm. And then there was that one Christmas that we decided we would just be nice and let them sleep, and we got up and had Christmas without them. Remember I believe that? was that not Christmas '94? It may have been. Because I remember I got a windbreaker, like a, like a like a track suit. Mm-hmm. We got matching track suits the mm-hmm. night before Christmas, so we tried to get our parents up one good time. They said no, so we just put our track suits on, went into the living room, opened mm-hmm. all the presents, cleaned up all the trash, and when our parents got up, we were sitting there, and we ate breakfast too. Did we eat breakfast we too? We, so there was nothing left to do, except see the sheer disappointment on our parents' faces <laughs> that they didn't they didn't get to see us yeah. open our presents. Well, you're going to get up pretty early in the morning if you want to beat Megan and Kyle to the oh, presents. Do you still have trouble sleeping at night on Christmas Eve? I do sometimes now because of the excitement for my kids wanting to see their faces. Well, I, I'm usually at Mom and Dad's house on Christmas Eve in my old bed sleeping soundly. And it's usually your kids who wake me up on Christmas morning uh-huh. to get me out of bed because I'm not ready. So, yeah. yep. Well, there you go. Uh, another one of our listeners wants to know something. Uh, Stephanie Blair. I don't think you ever had her in school. She was my old home ec teacher. No, I remember her, but I think she was still in school when I was. Uh, she wants to know about times when we would get on do things just to get on our parents' nerves. Do you remember anything? I don't recall ever intentionally trying to get on mom and daddy's nerves. I do remember one time, you and I, we, for some reason this year, that particular year, we were obsessed with April Fool's jokes. Do you remember that? <laughs> we were obsessed with April Fool's jokes. We're like, we got to get somebody. We've got to get somebody, April Fool's. And you came, I don't know if it was you or me. I think it was you because I was still pretty young. You had come up with the idea that you should tell mom that you were burning a candle in your room. And it set the it set the curtains on fire, and that the house was on fire. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't we remember. ran into the living room, told mother that the house was on fire because you your curtains got caught on fire from a candle in your bedroom. Mm. She didn't think it was funny. I can imagine. <laughs> she, yeah, I bet she did. She panicked. I don't know what she <laughs> panicked for, uh, but she panicked and ran back there. And I don't know that I've ever seen her scared or, or angrier. Yeah, well, I, that know, pretty much got on her nerves, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah. That her kids were so stupid. 
to, to tell if she, her. She had been through the trauma of losing the house. They lost fire. the house. Fire. Well, what did we know it as a kid, you know? But yeah, of course, that was probably the worst thing you could have done for someone who's been through right. a house fire. But what are you going to do? We needed we needed to get somebody for April Fools. So yeah. we, we did. She fell for it. She yeah, ran to she... the bedroom. <laughs> Probably oh. lost a few years of her life. I, I well, she has she, her whole entire head is silver anyway, so she probably got a few more silver hairs than half of them fell out that day. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't do dad. That would have, I might not have been able to sit down for a oh, week. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned the Christmas of '94 video, and but you didn't <laughs> tell them about the video. I think that would be a good little story. To tell, paint the picture. I really don't want to go into it well, because. Well, you tell the story about me slamming you on the floor, and you're not gonna. <laughs> but this is my show, and right. I. Yeah. So, um, was it that Dad was trying out a new video camera? Oh and, Lord, yes. And uh, okay, well I'll say that Dad had a big, huge video camera, the kind that you put the VHS tape into, and then he got the first little, you know, small handheld. Had to try it out. That we had, and he had to try it out, and I might be a ham. I don't want to talk right. about this. No, but, but <laughs> I, I don't want to talk I about this. Bring it up. I'm getting really hot. I'm about really, you know, in our really bathroom. And, Mom, mom's bathroom had a blue theme. You know, I'm, we had blue, no. blue hand towels. Oh my god. I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the last episode of Cosmos of Funny Ever because I'm done. Um, so the blue hand towel was uh-huh. on your head uh-huh. like hair. We didn't have a wig. <laughs> and you were singing the song that you made up, right? <laughs> About playing peekaboo. <laughs> The video. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to laugh. say about that. <laughs> yeah, you? so that's pretty. That's pretty much the story. <laughs> dancing. Oh, there was some dancing. Yeah. Oh Lord, make it stop. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, okay, well, yeah, that's that's it. Well, you all were the audience, so that's it. was it. quite funny. I had no discretion about the characters I played, about what I used for hair. Uh-huh. I put a towel on my head. Very creative, though. Yeah, uh, yeah it looked nice. I had a really nice, you know, side part right. with, yeah. the, with the, <laughs> the towel. And uh, hiding behind things and popping up and saying <laughs> peekaboo. Oh, God, <laughs> this is terrible. Okay, just let it all out. Yeah. Let the world know I'm a freak. <laughs> or I was. A creative. I've spent yeah. so many years of my life trying to be composed. Because, you know, I'm a doofus. Yeah. By nature. So I tried to be composed and be sophisticated. And I think it took maybe 12 seconds to undo all that just now. So, well, thank you. Hey, you know, everybody has their moments. So Yeah, well. I don't know that the, I think that tops that takes the cake. I think that maybe one day you can uh, have a video show and we can play a clip of that. Perhaps, perhaps one day this this show will be on YouTube and with video rather than just audio, and 
Yeah, but there's a lot of things on there we probably don't want the world yeah, to see, too, yeah. because it wasn't just me no, no. singing and dancing. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, um, how a lot of us, me and co- our cousin Amy, uh-huh. when I was young, I liked to be videoed, but then when I got a little bit older, I was like, no, I don't want to be videoed, and then... But, you know, trying to hide from a video camera could be just as embarrassing as Amy was petrified of it. Video. I remember, you know, one time you were on video. My Our dad, I guess, he he got the very first home video camera you could ever get, and he used it profusely. And he, so every event, there was video. You had videos of everything. Um, Amy didn't want to be on the video. I guess Leon didn't want to be on the video. Mm-hmm. You did. I, I remember you was like, be a movie star, Amy. Be yeah. a movie. I wasn't even born yet. I've seen no. the video. Mom yeah. was pregnant with me on the video. Yeah. Then I grew out of that. Didn't want to be videoed anymore. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I made up songs. You took the pressure off of me. The, well, apparently with the blue-haired towel wig and mm-hmm. singing and dancing about peekaboo, I took the pressure off a lot of people. <laughs> okay, this, okay, okay. Starting to, that, I think the blood's starting to go back to my head because that was, I don't get embarrassed very easily. <laughs> that was embarrassing. You got a little red there. I did. I was, I, I couldn't breathe. I started to sweat. So let's move on from that. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's move on. There was, there was a lot that we did when we were little. Do you remember how we, we would just watch a video? We'd go, we would, because mom, mom, she would record movies off the TV. So we had this huge, like, well, you know, the huge, like, coffin-sized Tupperware bins that you can mm. buy at the, at the store at Walmart. We bought them, we bought everything at Walmart. Uh, we had one of those full of movies recorded off the TV. Mm-hmm. And we would go pick one out, and then we'd watch it. Mm-hmm. And then we'd rewind it, and we'd watch it again. And then we'd rewind it, and we'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. Over and over until we just got tired of it, and then we pick another one and do the Move same on to thing. Something else, yeah. Well, yeah. I came to the conclusion that we probably know every line of every movie that we've ever watched because we watched it so much. So I want to play a little game with you. All right. Are you ready? Do you want to play a little game? Sure. I remember the most vivid memory of watching movies. <laughs> The, I, okay, let me start over with that one. I remember the movie we probably watched the very most was Still Magnolias. Uh, one of my very favorites. And to think about how old I was when we were watching it, I don't know that I really grasped what was going on in that movie. Yeah. But but, I rem- but I've seen it so many times from the time I was probably five or six. And to this day, I'll pop it in maybe once every six months. And I'll go into an ugly cry in the graveyard mm-hmm, scene because mm-hmm. it, it's really heavy. But the game I want to play with you today is I want to have a Steel Magnolias quote off. Oh, okay. So we're going to basically see who, how many people, how many quotes we can say. How many, we're going to see how, who can remember the most quotes from this movie. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty good at it. I've already been practicing because it was my yeah. idea. So I already <laughs> put it in my head. So, I'm going to ask my assistant to keep a tally. My assistant, Agnes. She's going to keep a tally. Agnes, here's your pad and paper. 
Go ahead. Agnes. Go ahead, Agnes. Please, <laughs> please take the pad. She's really incompetent. She's shy. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fire her if she doesn't get it together. So yeah. So okay. Basically, whenever I'm gonna start, I'll say the first quote, and then if it's correct, you'll hear. Uh-huh. And then you'll say a quote. And if it's correct, you'll hear. Now, the sound effect that you're going to hear, if it's incorrect, if it's not a correct movie film quote, is, well, nothing. Because we don't have one. So you'll just interject and say, no, that's not right. Back it up. That's not right. So, okay. <laughs> so, are we ready, Agnes? Great. All right. I'll begin. So, okay. Drink your juice, Shelby. Should I get her a cookie? No, juice is better. I have some candy in my purse. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Mama, my nails are wet. Don't you decorate your sister's car with condoms. It's tacky. Am I my brother's keeper? (laughs) (laughs) I think I got something to work. I'm going to call the house. Where's your father? His coffee kicked in. Weezer, we should take a theater trip to New York. Anel, you take your Bible and shove it where the sun doesn't shine. Anne Berlin had six fingers. Well, what happened to the other four? She had eleven total. Are you... Hi, Clarine. Get off my bench! Have your roots done. Weezer, you know I love you more than my luggage. You are a pig from hell! (laughs) If the eggs are not at the church by noon, they won't get hidden! I can't talk about it! (laughs) Of course you can! Weezer, you look like hammered shit. Don't you talk to me that way, Drummington. Sorry, you look like regular shit. <laughs> Them magnolias come out of my tree. The judge hasn't decided whose tree it is yet. It is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy. A cup, a cup, a cup. A cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a cup of fruit cocktail with the juice. And you mix and bake it 350 until golden bubbly. Sounds awfully rich. It is, so I serve it over ice cream to cut the sweetness. Uh, okay. You meet me down at the Presbyterian Church, 2 o'clock. I'll be the one in the veil down front. I can jog all the way to Texas and back. Just missed an opportunity of a lifetime. I half a cheek of in Paris to give their eye teeth to take a whack of Weezer. We'll sell t-shirts and say I slapped Weezer Boudreaux. Slap her! Knock her lights out, Malin. Weezer, have you lost your mind? 
Oh, wait. Oh, that's wrong! Clary, have you lost your mind? (laughs) (sighs) Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Okay. So, I guess we have thoroughly proved that (laughs) Steel Magnolias is not only one of our favorite movies of all time, (laughs) we've also proven that we don't need to even put the thing in the TV. We could act it out ourselves. You know, the stage (laughs) show is ours to be had. So, okay, Agnes, uh, show me the the totals. I want to see the totals. Okay, it's looking like that's 46 for me and 49 for Megan. So... I guess, with everything said and done, everybody knowing about the video, the only real source of dignity I'm going to have after this episode is that I am not the most knowledgeable person about Steel Magnolias. (laughs) So you've been with me in New York now for two days, so Mm -hmm. you live on a farm, and let's just say where you're from, most people are white and black, most people are southern. Most people are Christian, religious, Baptist, Church of Christ, mm-hmm. of some sort. So tell me about the people you've seen here in New York. And 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 it, was there any striking differences between just the, the people here and people in Alabama? To you. Because, I mean, I know they're there, but I want to know what your striking differences are. I've never heard so many languages spoken at one time in the same place before. Standing on a corner in Times Square and having who knows how many languages spoken around me. Do you even know what they were? Do you have any idea what they were? Not a clue. Can't even pick one out? Not a clue. Maybe Spanish, maybe Russian, maybe Polish? Probably all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese, Japanese. Being run over by people when it's not that crowded on the farm, you know, what you have to worry about being run over on the farm is a cow or a pig. Or your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Did the pigs run over you on the farm? Yes, that's why I fell in the pig pen, because a pig ran over me. Well, I, I whenever anybody runs over me in the street, I call them a pig, so. But I shake my fist at them and call them pig from hell. <laughs> so what about what about the way people look? What, do you, what is most striking to you about the way people look here in New York? Mm, I've seen a lot of people... Wearing long sleeves and sweaters and not necessarily professional wear like they're going to work, but like it's cold outside and it's not cold outside. Being that it's middle of summer. Yes. <laughs> we, and I guess we're the fools wearing shorts and tank tops and, and sandals. But I actually have seen a lot of people that I thought, hey, they could be where I'm from. Mm-hmm. They probably are. Or somewhere like Ohio or Kansas. You know, people always were struck by me when I first moved here because I would like I would go to work and I had to wear a uniform when I was working there at that one place. And I would change clothes and I would come out and I'd be wearing colored shorts or colored shirts and they would be just be... It was like they'd seen color for the first time. And they were like, oh my gosh, your clothes are so cute. And they're so blah, blah, blah. And I said... I bought these at the department store. You, you can do that, too. It's not like I got some kind of secret in with that. But New Yorkers, their their uniform is mainly black. Girls wear black yeah, tights. Yeah, a lot of black. Well, we shared all the stories, and we played a game, which you won. Yay. Because 
clearly you know more about steel magnolias than I do. That's fine, though. I can live with that. I can live with myself. I can, you know, go on with my life with dignity. Mm-hmm. You spent about uh, three days now in New York. Mm-hmm. So, compare and contrast. What, what is it now that you've been here all week in the, one of the biggest cities in the world? What do you, what do you miss about the farm? The simple life. <laughs> Not having to walk everywhere I go. I do miss my kids and my husband. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess they are pretty important. Yeah. How much would you say you walked compared to to Alabama? Oh, I'm sure I've walked a few miles. You don't walk a few miles every day no. in Alabama? No. I probably should, but no, I don't. Well, you come to New York, you you, you eat the smorgasbord, you get the hot dog on the street, you do all the all the eating and the smelling, because all the smells come wafting out of the, the shops. But... There are lots of smells, yes. <laughs> lots of smells, good and bad. Most of them, probably not so good. It's New York, it's stinky. So you're glad to be going back home tomorrow? I am glad. Uh been a good few days but i'm ready to get back and see everybody and mm-hmm. relax can i expect you to come visit again oh definitely and you'll be on the podcast again sure maybe you'll bring your husband because he's yeah, that will be the treat yes. he's, he's a nut for for sure well sister <laughs> thank you for being a part of the first leg of my podcast journey I'm, I'm glad that i could share this experience with you i knew that when you were coming i had to sit down and have a few laughs and share some old stories. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Reminiscing. Well, I guess the last thing there is to say is I love you. You're my best friend. Love you. And thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back again next week with another exciting friend to talk with, laugh with. Um, I'll see you then.